0: Greetings and welcome back to Haftarah, the weekly video cast, in which we take a look at the upcoming week's Haftarah, understand its basic message, and its connection to that week's Parashat. Uh, my name is Yitzchak Shalom, and I'm delighted to be taking a look with you with you at the par- the Haftarah for this week's Parashat Tetzaveh. Now, this is a most unusual occurrence because normally, in a regular year, in a non-leap year, Parashat Tetzaveh is Shabbat Zachor. But, of course, Purim is this Friday, and so Pashat Zachor was read this past Shabbat, as we discussed in the last videocast. And so, therefore, we have the recess Shabbat. We'll talk about that in a minute. And, therefore, this week we read the regular Haftarah for titsavah, which is regular, but it's not that common. What is a recess Shabbat? So we use Purim colors here to kind of illustrate the code, which is Zabadu. Zabadu is a fun word to say, and zabadu is really even more fun. Zatu bodad ubiyu. Now, what are all these weird words? So, a couple weeks ago, we looked at this Mishnah over here in Masachet Megillah that detailed the four parashot. The four parashot was Chodesh Adar, or the Shabbat before Rosh Chodesh Adar, we read Shkalim. The Shabbat before poor we read Zachor. The Shabbat before Hachodesh, we read Parah. The Shabbat Afterwards, we read HaChodesh, and that's either Shabbat or Rosh Chodesh Nisan or the one before Shabbat, before Rosh Chodesh Nisan. However, in, uh, in every year of the four Shabbatot where we have special readings, they can't all be contiguous. There's going to be some Shabbat that's a break Shabbat, a recess Shabbat, if you will. And the tour... Rabbi Yaakov Balaturim, the son of the Rosh, in the 13th century in Spain, uh, in his great composition, gave the following siman, And the siman is Zabadu. You can see it right here. And Zabadu stands for Zatu Bo Dad Ubiu. What is that? So he explains. Zabadu, the four letters, stand for Zatu and Bo and Dad and Ubiu. Of course, it sounds silly. So what is it? So Zatu is If Rosh Chodesh Adar, falls out on Zion, Zion, Shabbat, like it did this year, then at two, Tetvav, the 15th, which is this coming Shabbat, is the break Shabbat, the recess. If, on the other hand, Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on it, Bet, Bo, then Vav Adar is the break, because we read the Shabbat before Rosh Chodesh, and then two days later it's Rosh Chodesh on Monday. The next Shabbat is too far away from Purim to read Zachor, so we take a break. And they read Zachor, Parah, in order. Dad, same thing. If Rosh Chodesh Adar is on a Wednesday, then that coming Shabbat is the break Shabbat. And then Ubiyu is even more interesting. When Rosh Chodesh Adar is on a Friday, meaning the first of Adar is on a Friday, not like this year, like it was a couple of years ago, uh, then we take a break the next day, Bet, and Yudva the 16th, meaning... We, take, we read on Shabbat. It's a whole, almost week until Rosh Chodesh. Friday's Rosh Chodesh. Then we take a break that next day. And then we read the next week, Zachor. And then we, um, we, and Purim in that case is on a Thursday. And then two days later on the 16th, we take another break and Parah. And that's Zatu Bodan Ubiu. And the short version of that strange incantation is Zabadu. Okay, in the meantime, we have a chance to look at our regular Haftarah. And our regular Haftarah this week in Parshat Tzav is from a section of Yehezkel. We've already seen Yehezkel a number of times in Haftarah, both in Sefer Breshit and in Sefer Shmot. Yehezkel, the last nine chapters of Yehezkel, from Perak Mem until Memchet, are Yehezkel's vision of a future Beit HaMikdash and a return to the land of Israel. Remember Yechezkel's prophecy happens in Bavel, in exile, during and after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. And this vision describes special korbanot that are brought and a division of the land and the role of the leaders of the community and leaders of the nation. And here you have a description of what the house itself looks like. Why is this appropriate for Parshat Tetzaveh? Because Tetzaveh, completes what we started last week in Parashat Truma. In Parashat Truma, the description of how to construct the Mishkan, the sanctuary, is presented, but it's not completed. In Parashat Tetzaveh, three things happen. The first thing is that the clothes of the koanim, the special garments of the koanim are presented. That's followed by the special ceremony that the koanim are going to undergo to become sanctified. And it's followed by the some of the last appurtenances of the Mishkan, including the Mizvach Torah, the special small golden Mizvach that goes inside the Beit Mikdash on which the incense is burnt, and that's the end of the Parashat. The description of the Mishkan is completed in Parashat Ki which is next week, but we'll leave that for next week. So in the meantime, over the course of these few minutes, we've had a chance to look at Zabadu, Zatu Bodad Ubiu, to look at the special prophecy of Yechezkel and see how it ties in, and to see how this year is something of an unusual year, which will always happen when we have the very unusual occurrence of pouring falling, falling on Friday. And of course, that means that Pesach will start on Motzei Shabbat. But we'll talk about that a little bit later in the series. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbat.